issues uh, solved yesterday that we were having. Free Market went out and bought a uh, shiny new pair of headphones. And um, yeah, hi yeah. guys. Uh, this we're, we're going we're going live on Twitch. We're going live on YouTube. Uh, the media empire is growing. You may obviously join us here in the audience to ask questions, but uh, check us out live streaming on those platforms too. If there's some reason one day you can't uh, log on to Discord or it's easier to hit those services. Um, yeah, I mean, not only that, but like, uh, you know, whatever we're talking about, I try and follow along on a web browser to add some like, you know, actual visual context to it. Right. So there's a, uh, you know, there's a, a layer to the show that you can get if you're able to. I mean, I know some people are driving to work and listening, so I'm not, a, you know, don't please, God, don't watch the <laughs> YouTube stream. <laughs> <laughs> like they told me to. I mean, is Charles, really I'm, I'm digging the uh, digging the purple Sammy hat, though. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, like still love the very profiles too on poison there that was those are well uh, there was a very the superlative apes dropped yesterday too uh i forgot to mention because i didn't see how the drop went but it's kind of similar oh, to soda yeah and we love that style i mean like we've said a million times, that doodle style just seems to translate and the derivatives that come out of those mashups are... Uh, well, this is a hilariously a soda derivative of superlative apes of board apes. <laughs> I, I don't know. Now we're, we're starting to get derivatives of derivatives. And, uh, wait, 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 wait. Are you saying it's meta? <laughs> fuck off Oof. all right well see you guys have a good yeah, weekend show is over and uh, that's it that's all we are get this cobain we are 100 days away from the oscars i know you've been waiting for who are your favorites this year did were there movies released this year <laughs> you know i follow the ap planner I, I've been a journalist for many years, and it's important to follow the the news services. And the AP Planner is always fun. Pops up these little fa- hundred days away. The Oscars March twenty seventh. So get ready for that. If that is something you guys are into, as you can see, this the pre show fodder will the sometimes use, the useful away information from- that you show up to five ten minutes before the AM show. So oh yeah, here's some useful information and a prediction. The Oscar yep. will release their first NFTs this year on the broadcast. Maybe everybody should be watching everything this year. That's a prediction, not a um, not a call, right? It's not like, is it? What's the what's the difference between a prediction and a call? Well, like a sorry, a call. Like you know that's happening, or no? I don't. I don't. This is yeah. yeah it's yeah. I think um, it's one of these trends we're going to see next year. Is that these type of very large and remember they're media facing, right? Like the Macy's Thanksgiving day parade is a very media facing entity. And those type of entertainment properties, they're going to be veering very hard into NFTs this year. And it's, it's not a cash grab in the traditional sense because they're not trying to actually make money off the NFT, but it is a cash grab. Um, because they want the marketing effects that come from it. And they're going to be pretty large, I believe. 
Yeah, uh, it definitely uh, definitely gets some different viewers tuned into the Oscars. So that's pretty exciting, I guess, if that's the case. Can you hear the chill chill vibes in there? You get the music in that? I do. Is that you? Yeah, yeah. So we could have oh music God, on this YouTube. Is... Ooh, baby, this another is added this is... bonus. Go check it out, guys. This is great. So are, you, they can hear it on the stage too, right? The music. No, they cannot. Oh, that's the one. Oh, see, now yeah. we now YouTube has value add. So, you know what? Though we really didn't get a wolf from. What is going on here? <laughs> this guy has has connections and tentacles to the far reaches of obviously every galaxy because the Star Wolves live in a galaxy far, far away. Ooh, okay, we're already Ooh. fighting copyright issues, <laughs> probably, potentially. Right? You're using their fucking tagline, man. Yet. Come on. I'm on. We're live on YouTube right now. You what? I just figured we, we're live on YouTube. I just figured we could get some people in and started to watch it. Have this I is- told you how much I love and admire uh, George Disney? Lucas and his company recently? And Disney. They're yeah, both Disney. great companies yeah. who we, great. Uh, we love. And admire. Um, all right, let's uh, let's just get this going, and, and uh, we'll we'll start from there. Does this music mean I can't do my? No, you can do it. Okay. All right. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Friday, December seventeenth edition of the AM Show, hosted live on the Alpha Mint Discord. That is Discord.com/slash Alpha Mint. Also going live now on YouTube and Twitch. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. I am your host, as always, R Two Dgen, and I am joined with me by uh, the Ice Cream Head Lemon Free Market Capitalist GM Sir. Hey now, yes, hey yes, now. my favorite lemon so far. Though you know, hard hard to pick a favorite. He may change soon. We'll see. A floor lemon, and it's the favorite. I mean, that's how good these things are. But uh, enough about lemons. We've talked about those ad nauseum for you know the last feels like two weeks, but uh, probably we a couple days. But uh, but yeah, love the lemons. Um, yeah, Friday we got the weekend coming up. Um, we've got another interview coming up today with uh, the Rodent Cats creator. They're going to have their pre-sale live. So we're going to be doing that at 1230 Eastern today on Discord as well. Um, Great art, be- 1,000 supply. Mm, yeah, this is a very interesting wait. project. Yeah, We'll mm-hmm. yeah, definitely talk a little bit more about that later on in the show. But uh, let's just talk about yesterday. How was your day yesterday? Uh, my day was fabulous. It's been quite the week in Alpha Men. I would say that not only have our OG members, but even the new members have just been bringing the Alpha. And even a big shout out to Alec Udell yesterday, who uh, brought us even more whitelist spots from Cool Man's Universe uh, over in the presale, and just said, "Hey, anybody in the Moon Lounge? We got we got more whitelist spots." And yeah, it's just been a fabulous week in Alpha Mint and sailing into the weekend here, feeling good, my friend. How about you? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Um, you know, had a <laughs> had an unfortunate uh, COVID scare yesterday that I had to go get some uh, tests and done for. And, you know, they stick all that shit up your nose and swish it around. And then you're sitting there for the rapid test. Takes like 20 minutes and like it's the longest fucking 20 minutes of your life. But uh, we are all good to go. So I'm, uh, <laughs> well, I'm happy, to, happy to report back. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of those things. I mean, like, I you know, I was around some people. I had no symptoms. But, you know, just uh, with Christmas coming up, you want to be, you know, Make sure that you're when you're going to see family and stuff, it's all good. So just the times uh, we live in. 
It's just a precaution safe. thing. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, but other than that, my day was uh, my day was pretty good. We had a great show yesterday, despite some hiccups technically. I think we've got them all ironed out. Thank you so much for going out and getting a shiny new pair of headphones. But uh, yeah, I think we're we're good to go. Yeah, they match my laser glasses. What do you call these? These strip glasses that I'm I don't wearing? know. They're like the uh, Jordy LaForge. Uh, I'm going to oh. pull it up so everyone can see the lemon uh, on a bigger <laughs> screen there. But yeah, like a visor almost. Mm. I don't know. Could mm. be. Anyways, let's uh, let's get into the show. Let's talk a little crypto real quick. And uh, and then we'll move on from that. And uh, yeah, so yesterday it was, um, you know, looking at a little bit of a oh, my God. Crypto is like dumping in real time. I just saw that ETH is at like 37.5 right now. I was about to say 4,000. And uh, boy, would I have been surprised. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're dropping again, 46,500 for Bitcoin. Um, and, you know, I, I think we're, we're going to be looking at some resistance levels again, testing them out and see where we go. Uh, but, you know, it's not all doom and gloom. I think that, uh, you know, long term is still full on bull market, but uh, we're in some short term bearish uh, trends right now. What do you think? <clears throat> Today is a very special day in markets, uh, traditional markets. It's called quad witching. It happens usually once a quarter, and that's when uh, all futures, contracts, commodities, options all expire on the same uh, day. It is quad witching Friday today, so it's very hard to extrapolate anything long term with action you see. And, you know, Ethereum is falling 8.4% right now. Um, I don't think that any of the disjointing you're seeing today can be fit into any larger trends. In fact, even in traditional markets, I'm expecting a rebound by the end of the day because it's usually so volatile with that type of atmosphere out there. But yeah, we're just not out of the woods yet. Ever since we lost um, that 3,800 level, which was an important support, and we went down to uh, 3,500, which isn't as good as a support level. There's a lot of support at 33. So until we get back above, you know, say 4,500, that chart is just not in our favor and everyone should uh, be watching spot if uh, you're concerned. But long term, like you said, there's there's nothing to be uh, worried about. Yeah, no, I, I mean, Bitcoin is like in real time right now, testing that 46.5 support. So uh, it's been bouncing off that for about two weeks now. Um, but yeah, like like I said, I'm not too worried about it. A lot of times you see that at the end of the year, this, this, is, this is a trend that happens as people start to realize some gains and losses and or, you know, holding them off to next year and then they have to sell to to get their uh, their tax quota in. But um, but yeah, just like you said, something to watch for. And we're, we're in no means like in capitulation territory or anything like that so feeling all right on this friday morning i am dc investor a famous twitter follow who's been in crypto for a long time and and an early nft bull sold the last of his bitcoin yesterday and changed it into can you guess the token uh solana (laughs) it was um ethereum yeah, he yeah. Ch- uh, ether. Pardon me. He changed it into more ether. So. Yeah, actually, DC Investor is somebody that I used to follow quite closely back in the like 2017 Reddit ETH trader, ETH trader days. He was a, a very prominent poster back then. Um, but I was not on Twitter for those days. And I wish I'd kind of stuck around following him and keeping up with him because he's made some uh, pretty, pretty great calls. <laughs> um, or or just even just like his, his thesis on stuff is, is often... Um, comes to fruition over a long period of time. 
smart, yeah, and smart I want, guy. And I want to speak about something really quick that, that I found interesting that he was sure. discussing the other day, and that's the, the value of Ether is not uh, does not equate to the value of the Ethereum network, right? These are two different things, and people conflate them all the time. I'm even a victim of, of saying Ethereum when I mean Ether, and it's Ether is the native currency on the Ethereum chain, okay? But that does not mean that because Ether has a $500 billion cap that that is what Ethereum is worth. The assets on Ethereum and the transactional volume probably value it close to what Apple is right now. It's probably a $3 trillion network. And I do believe there's a disjointing in the in the price of the coin. It should probably be a trillion, but I would never expect the market cap of Ether, the currency, to be valued the same way as Ether, the network. So while I think Ether is worth a trillion dollars, um, the, the network itself is probably worth about $3 trillion, and I expect it to pass Apple uh, and get to the $10 trillion mark here in the next two or three years. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a fair point. I could definitely see um, some of the big cryptos really start to move past the, uh, the traditional, um, you know, big, big names like the Facebooks, the Apples and uh, Teslas. I mean, because, think, you know, you know look, are, these are well, they're singular companies, right? And right. we're talking about entire ecosystems. Exactly. And you could argue that there are only a few companies that hold the keys to the Internet. So these aren't bad comparisons when you think about how much of our daily net activity is controlled by Google and Apple. Right. I mean, this is this is like Ethereum. OK, these are very comparable things. Apple's essentially a network or at least facilitating a network. I think it's a very interesting study. Yeah, no, I mean, we could go on about this for probably hours, but uh, we did we did mention uh, probably earlier this week just talking about, you know, watch watch for when Apple and, and when Tesla and when Facebook, um, you know, Facebook has its own history with cryptocurrencies, but watch for them to actually integrate, accept and adopt uh, crypto on a larger scale. Um, and and this thing will be blown wide open. The American government is never going to alienate these huge trillion dollar companies and drive them out of the country um, over cryptocurrency. It's uh, it, it will be the the moment that uh, this thing gets blown wide, wide, wide open. And it, I, I, I believe it's coming. Oh, breaking news! Breaking news on the show. Uh, Meta Luna Vault, whoever that is, is sweeping the Begon floor as we speak. Ooh, that's exciting. Uh, for those that don't know, we are huge Begon Bulls. Uh, and prior to our uh, Star Wolves and now Lemon uh, uh, profile pictures, uh, they were Begons for a long time. So this is an NFT show. Breaking news isn't going to be a, a flood in Argentina. This is this is the type of stuff we are, uh, we're talking about. Here. Well, hey, I mean, like if an 8.2 earthquake hits somewhere, we might just switch. We our, will talk uh, about uh, it. I'm yeah, just saying, like, like, usually expect something like a sweep uh, to detector going on here sure yeah bad news guys Four hundred thousand people just died but let's talk jpegs now oh um 
Well, let's talk, let's talk about some news. Actually, we got uh, Justin's son uh, popping up on the news cycle here. He is the founder of Tron. He has stepped down from Tron to join the Granada government. Please welcome His Excellency, Mr. Justin Yuchen's son, <laughs> Ambassador, Permanent Representative of Granada to the World Trade Organization. Um, this is obviously a very prominent crypto figure uh, joining the uh, World Trade o- Organization, the WTO, um, on behalf of Granada. He's going to be hanging out in Geneva, Switzerland. And uh, if you're looking for a giant uh, crypto evangelist to be uh, helping out, this is uh, probably one of the ones you want. Um, Arguably, owns more ETH than any person on the planet. Yeah, I was going to say it's often speculated that he he might actually be the richest person on the planet. Don't know how uh, true that would be, but um, yeah, this we, is this is pretty big news. He's going to have some pull. He's going to have some influence, and hopefully, the um, you know the people will be listening to him there. Yeah, I love Geneva, Switzerland. If you haven't been, I recommend it. It's a very quiet city. It's a nice place to relax. The food is fabulous, and there's a lot of important people there. And you're feeling good about Justin's son, (laughs) Ben? Yeah, no, it's 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 Friday. yeah, it's it's good. This kind of stuff starting to take place. Um, another thing that popped up on my radar, um, and this is one of those love it or hate it kind of announcements, but Coinbase, Coinbase plans identity tools to access the metaverse, store your NFTs. Coinbase has big plans for the metaverse, but it may have to be careful that it doesn't come to be seen as a Facebook-like overseer of Web3. I have to completely agree with that sub-headline. Coinbase is uh, obviously, you know, the largest crypto-based company um, that's uh, publicly traded on on the the stock market. Um, You know, Brian Armstrong's often, uh, uh, you know, out there dealing with Congress, dealing with the government. You know, he was uh, originally proposed that they do like a... um, uh, crypto native regulatory body rather than um, letting the SEC kind of rule over it. Uh, and now they're they're going out there and saying that there should be tools that let people access the metaverse. Obviously, there's a lot of KYC involved in that. Um, and it's it's one of those things where it's like a, it's a fine line between is this great for crypto NFTs and, um, you know, the metaverse or is this a, just a big company that's uh, trying to, to rein in control? all of it at this point it's not a fine line for me i think this is exactly what every person in this room wants okay ethereum is not about decentralization that's a misnomer ethereum's about choice okay we need centralization in a lot of places in our lives even if we got to some utopia where everything was decentralized we need centralization along the way to bridge people there it's like these l2 bridges right This is so I think this is a good thing. I don't think we should ever expect Coinbase to do anything in favor of what we understand as decentralization. And we should embrace everything they do, whether we use the service or not. Yeah, I mean, friction is the biggest thing that's going to keep people out of this ecosystem. Um, And, you know, these big companies like the the Pepsis and the Budweiser and the NFL, uh, you know, they're helping to reduce friction. They're helping to normalize the idea that digital assets tell you and that, you know, maybe there's some kind of metaverse on the horizon, even though we would argue uh, that it's full on already here. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, the biggest thing about Coinbase is, you know, love it or hate it, maybe hate the fees. 
but um, it, it is often like step one when you're talking, when people are talking to you about like, oh, how do I get into crypto? Like, what is this NFT stuff about? And, and like the first question is like, well, have you signed up for Coinbase? Right. Like you do need those bridges. You do need those on ramps and you have to um, have a relatively frictionless way to make it easy for people to do so. Because if it's not easy, like we've already done the hard work um, and the earlier you go in crypto, the harder it was to, to, to get into it. Uh, we've already been there. We were we were able to, to jump in on it. But now um, most people don't want to do that hard work. Uh, and Coinbase is definitely a company that's reducing that friction uh, every day. So, you know. There will, take it or leave always, it. there will always be a decentralized option. I, whether it has to move geographic location, whether it has to move a digital location, there will always be a, de- a decentralized option for you. It's the beauty of this network. I, I love what's going on here. There's not, there's no negative take on the story for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I I typically tend to agree with you on that, and you know, there's there's got to be a way. You don't want to do that like hipster thing, like oh, I liked Ethereum and the metaverse before it was cool. Now all these people are coming in and uh, fuck it, like yeah, this is what we're working towards, right? This is the yeah. end goal, and uh, it's it has to happen. And as you said, there has to be there has to be that bridge between the traditional world and the decentralized world. There always has to be. And, uh, you know, I, I don't particularly dislike Brian Armstrong being one of the people leading the charge. It's always smart guy. Uh, yep. Forward thinker. And he, look, he pushes back too. Some people even get scared at how, at how hard he pushes back. This guy, this guy doesn't just roll over, but he knows what he has to do here. Uh, you know, this is, I, I like him. So, yeah, he's very mission driven, right? Like he has a goal. Yeah. He has a dream in mind of what he's working towards. Um, he very famously l- like sent out a big memo to uh, to the Coinbase employees. You know, they were uh, very focused on real world issues and stuff like that. And that's it's always great to be you know knowledgeable about it and a part of it. But, um, you know, his memo basically just said, look, we are here at Coinbase to 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 build this ecosystem um, and achieve a goal like everything that's outside of it is uh, is in your personal life. And, and that's not what we're doing here. So uh, be on board or or we can uh, work out a package for you. Uh, and it was it was taken as harsh. But, uh, you know, it was it, you know, there, there's a lot of discussion and nuance to that, too, that we don't have to get into, but definitely where his head's at for sure. Hey, running running a large company is difficult. Uh, it's it's just like commenting on what the president does. You know, have your opinion, but that is a daunting job. Uh, you know, who knows what decisions you'd make when you got there, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, all right, let's move on. Take take a step away from uh, news, and we'll move into WGMI real quick. We're gonna, just going to talk about um, the one day chart was uh, boring. I mean, you're either up twenty percent or you're down twenty percent. Um, Which in NFTs is unch. I mean, that's not like that's yeah, somebody I, just I, listing one thing <laughs> below the floor to try to move it. Like, I don't, it's there's nothing going on here. Sometimes it's hilarious to take a step back when you actually say something like that. We're like, that's ah, only up 20% today. Like, <laughs> move along. Like, basically, basically viewed as break even trading sideways. But, uh, but yeah, like you said, 
uh, floor prices are, are weird, especially on a very short term. You start to zoom out a little bit, you get a better of a trend. Uh, seven day change. The one thing that really stood out to my mind was one Rumble Kong League has been doing really well. Uh, up from a, a that, one that e- project just it lives. I, you know, it, it what? Yep. Yeah, it was not my cup of tea, but that is a dedicated team, a very smart leader, and a very passionate community. No question. Yeah, they, the it's like the Lions. Yeah. The art's pretty clean. And, you know, as we always talk about, it is. Uh, it's PFPable. Like it's, uh, it, it is. you know, yeah. it's not detailed enough to get lost in the profile picture. Just has to be your vibe, it. right? Yeah, exactly. I'm a lemon. I, I'm, a, I'm a goofy little lemon, right? You just have to want to have the Rumble Kong vibe. Nothing against. I mean, the project's fabulous and the art is good. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, uh, it, Honestly, quietly kind of run up from a one ETH floor up to three ETH right now, 3.25 ETH. Wow. Um, And it's something that we never really talk about. And, you know, until recently, WGMI didn't even have this 30 day change. So it kind of just crept under the radar. But this is this is something that I know the owner. I mean, the creator, like not personally, (laughs) but I followed him for a while. So just he's very smart and very good. Just listening to him tweet. I'm not surprised. I just had chills um, from. From my my restaurant history of hearing somebody <laughs> say, I know the owner. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean, man? I, it was I weird. You know, I know the fucking owner too. Uh, you laughed and I was like, why did he laugh at that? I was like, oh, I meant to say creator, but yeah, I just had a fl- I just had a flashback of like my former <laughs> life. And no, but no, uh, fo- that, that was funny. I followed him and he's smart, so I'm not surprised his project is is mooning. Yeah. Um, another couple, couple other projects was, uh, uh, sneaky vampire syndicates doing uh, a 50% on the week. And, uh, the, the one leading the charge that's, um, might be on the brink of some announcements. Let me guess. 888. Oh, okay. Oh, Oh, no, no, I don't think. No, I was going to say 888. Never mind. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. I may even be serious the way that one's having a good week. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, Go ahead. Yeah. Doodles. Doodles having a good week. Um, it's sitting at a 4.2 floor right now, um, up from about 2.35. So good pickup if you were able to buy low on that uh, in about 30% up on the 30-day change. So, you know, despite a lot of the floors, you know, it's weird. We talk about we're in a bull and bear market almost sim- simultaneously. Um, minting seems to be doing re- really well. Things seem to be getting above the floor post mint and post reveal in some cases. Um, and then other things have really fallen by the wayside. I'm almost going to call them legacy projects, but things that, <laughs> that minted like three, four months ago haven't been doing amazing, but doodles uh, ha- is kind of bucking that trend um and uh it literally just updated in real time and bastard punks just popped up on there too as the floor was getting swept so uh but yeah doodles uh i'm hearing rumors that there's supposed to be an announcement coming very soon um i looked on their twitter and uh about uh 20 hours ago they posted a a very cool looking um doodle style muscle guy with a pickle and a dome no idea what i'm looking at but it looks cool as fuck so uh uh, i don't know any any thoughts on what they're doing in 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 that world you know some projects you look at them you sit there and you go when token and some Mm. projects you sit there and you look at them and you go when tv show right like there's just a few of them out there like roboto shout out to dimps who's got his uh, piggy pet 
Roboto in the audience. You got little lemons. You got doodles. You have uh, cool cats. I mean, these projects are just screaming to be turned into either Adult Swim or even children's TV shows, right? And I mean, we haven't seen that yet happen in the NFT world, and it's going to happen next year. It's going to happen in 2022. And if one of these happens to catch mainstream success, I can't even imagine what happens to the underlying uh, NFT collection. Yeah, I, I agree with everything that you said. And I also have to feel like um, some of these derivative projects uh, are going to add value to the underlying project that exists, too. Um, like, you know, we talked about sodas, um, you know, the so- Society of Derivative Apes, uh, as it were. And then uh, the Superlative Apes that we were talking about yesterday. I'm going to pull that up right now. Um, but, you know, the influx of people using these styles or mashing the styles up or mashing projects together um if nothing else puts eyes on the original project right well and think about this someone made a great point the other day you know derivatives that are accepted and soda is a great example funks begons are a great example you can just add those in with the original collection right there's not ten thousand punks there's twenty five thousand that's still an absurdly low number. When you consider that when the public comes into this, they can't afford a board ape or a punk, but they're going to want a soda because shit, it's like a board ape, right? Or they're going to want a begon because shit, it's like a punk. So yeah. I think that we knock derivatives right now and supply too. Like think about how as the, the bear market came on at the end of August, the only thing people talked about was like, oh, 10,000 supply, too much. Like the, the successful projects were all minting between three and 5,000. And then people even went absurdly low talking about 1,000 Genesis projects and all this type of stuff. When we get into the, the teeth of next year, it's going to be mind boggling how if there's only 50,000 total original apes and accepted derivatives, how low a number that is when when the public starts getting into these things like we i think it would be a really cool metric to figure out what derivatives are accepted and what the total number there is of actual things i mean the like you just said acceptive derivatives are going to be a huge play in the coinbase mainstream era yeah and i also think that um you know there there was that um that bored ape that uh, went on Twitter and said, hey, you want to use my my ape for any kind of licensing? Uh, go right ahead. I'm not even going to ask for any kind of royalties. Just get it out there as much as possible. And then he kind of just went on to say, like, you know, every time a picture of the Mona Lisa is shared, the Mona Lisa increases in value. Um, yeah. And and I, I believe in in some way, shape or form, these uh, these derivatives coming up are just increasing the value of the underlying asset simply because um, it gets people there. And like you said, you know, if uh, if somebody comes in and they can't afford a five ETH profile picture, a 10 ETH profile or God forbid, like a 50 ETH profile picture, uh, they're going to look for the next big thing. Right. It's like the same with buying ro- watches. You might not buy a Rolex, but you might buy something that feels like a Rolex to you right and uh, the moment the clock strikes midnight on january 1st everything that happened this year is a store congratulations you're all ogs shit's about <laughs> to get real people oh man you are early love to love to hear it yeah <laughs> i find a different way to say it every every day so that nah, phrase but you doesn't get too to boring say it, yeah um <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean you gotta think that like um 
it just as a, as a quick side topic, you talk about 10,000 um, drops being large right now. And we, we see, a, you know, a 1,000 or a 3,000 or 5,000 drop. And we start, you know, licking our chops at it because it just feels juicy. And that's the kind of thing that rips if it gets any kind of acceptance. Um, yeah, you know, as the as, as adoption just continues to rise and rise and rise and we start to get that like really, really wide pool of people starting to dip their toes in it, like 10,000 is going to be the new 1000 right like we're we, you know what was oh, yeah. the, the stat it was like under a hundred thousand or a hundred and fifty thousand people like Unique. actively yeah. using open and that's fucking nothing man like that's <laughs> you know that's 0.1 percent of the population or less than 0.1 percent of the population of the united states and that's you know less than uh you know it's less than five percent of the population of the world we're talking about here so like it's uh we, we have a you long way to go nothing yet baby yeah for sure it's not like uh you know if if nike dropped a limited edition of ten thousand kicks like that thing would be sought after like that would be a Jesus. coveted uh, people right? yeah i well I, I think there was a pretty high profile drop recently at twenty thousand. that's sitting at a five ETH floor right now i i don't i think the the supply conversation is about to die pretty hard going into the first quarter next year. yeah i have no no idea what project you're talking about we're just going to move on from <laughs> we could just um, move on yeah i have i'm gonna have a sign in the back of my uh my screen <laughs> no clothes says, oh fuck you said the word man I did. I said it. Yeah, I you did. said it. Like days since talked about Clonex, and uh, I'm gonna have to like scratch it out and and restart it again. We're at zero now. Um, we could put it next to the days since a board ape has been stolen sign. Oh God, I don't want to update it that much. <laughs> that was not our joke. That was a very viral tweet on Twitter. We love the apes here on the morning show, and we desire them and want one for ourselves. Yeah, I would not say no to an ape. Don't worry about it. Uh, anyway. Let's talk. Let's talk NanoPass. Yesterday, the uh, public sale dropped. It is now completely minted out. Five thousand five hundred and fifty-five of them um, have been secured. And um, contrary to popular belief, it did not rip post uh, post sale. So yesterday we were talking about it. It was about a 1.7 ETH floor. Uh, the public sale went off, I think, without a hitch, and we are sitting on a 1.6 floor. Uh, kind of curious. A lot of times for these in-demand projects that have a, a big... Um, a big gassy public sale. Uh, these things tend to just take right off after, and then maybe get a bit of a pullback on the reveal. Uh, today I'm looking at NanoPass and I'm not seeing that. I guess there's some speculation that maybe the black boxes that they're kind of, uh, um, offering out as a, a weekly, almost loot box thing might not be very valuable or pertinent to their ecosystem. And I'm fucking scrolling around on the screen and I haven't even been sharing it. Um, but yeah, so uh, you know, you you uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Do not own one of these, or you were looking at them, or you bought. I one haven't on bought. Secondary. I haven't bought a nano pass yet. I was tempted. I was very salty because they actually have a pretty deep partnership with Kaiju, and they had given away a lot of whitelist spots there, and I missed them. And they were minting at 0.08 for the whitelist, and I was you know just salty seeing them already go to a point, you know, 20 X right there on, I'm very happy for everyone who got them. I did not buy mine yet, but uncle free is going to tell you exactly what's going to happen after the reveal. The rares are going to go to three to five ETH. 
if you get one, uh, maybe even some go for seven to 10 and the commons are going to fall to where the cheapest ones were going right after the presale mint, which was about 0.7, 0.8. Um, and that seems pretty typical for this type of reveal, right? There was so much hype going into it. It was a relatively smooth launch. So this doesn't quite fit the criteria of the type of thing we think moons right after reveal. This is the type of thing that I think pulled all those gains forward. You're gonna see the commons kind of fall here and that's not a call to sell them. Play play the rare lottery if that's what you wanna do. I think it's a fabulous long-term play. So if it does fall to 0.8, either HODL or buy another one if you can. And I'll be looking to shop after reveal, see what it does. I'm curious. I I, I love the concept. Uh, Metaland is so hot right now. Um, you know, I'm looking at any good alternative plays that come up deeply because I think it's the next trend here after uh, the Wolf game one that we're exiting quietly. So. Uh, yeah, that that oddly enough, you're right. We are exiting it very quietly. The floors and everything kind of just slowly uh, seem to be seeping away on on the games, uh, which is a I don't want to say surprising, but we've been in a very favorable gas situation too, and um, uh, it almost seems like the opportune time. Maybe that's why gas has been so good. I have no idea. I'd like. But, uh, I'd like to point everyone to one of our favorite projects, not just as a direct shill, but I want to point out what happens to good projects in a meta that got hot. And then we see that meta cool off. So we all know that Ether Orcs were the quote unquote first fully on chain game. Uh, they were a bit of a phenomena when they first came out. The, the bear market occurred. They fell to 0.44. No one wanted to play with 300 gas. Um, and then Wolf Games showed up. It got everybody hot about games. Anything that was on-chain and gamified caught a crazy bid. Orcs got back up to two. They're now sitting at 0.8. And I'm not even saying 0.8 is the buy here. But when you see a great project that has value for other reasons just the just in the underlying game and there's historic reasons that orcs will always have a premium in my opinion it's a good place to go shopping right these current metas become trends for a reason and i always think it's because there's a good model underpinning them and this is when you go shopping you don't chase fomo in this uh game because nfts are a liquid and it's going to burn you most of the time you wait for that you just be patient everything look at kaiju I love that project. I bought another one two days ago. I believe in the team. I believe in Madzo. I believe in Dots. But if you FOMO'd in at 7E, you feel like shit right now. Everything comes in. Don't chase anything. Yeah, I, I mean, some of the worst plays that I've made are definitely on, on chasing um, things that have already happened. And like you said, it's an illiquid market. If you uh, if you get stuck with one of these things, like you could be like stuck with it, right? You know, just uh, yeah, it's a liquidity suck, and everything comes back. We all know that. We all know NFTs, especially if you're buying the quality ones that you find through the Alpha Mint Moon Lounge. They tend to stick around and do well over the long term. But how long do you lock up that liquidity for? Yeah, I, I mean, I have a, a whole hidden folder full of things that I've bought that I don't, I can't sell at all, and I'm just trying to figure out how the fuck I can write this. And shit I'm sure off one of them. Like, anyone wants one, to take some zero dollar JPEGs? Let me know. Hey, it's all over the place. Go look at uh, yeah. Creature Toads the other day. Look at Bear Market Bears right now. And I'm not cool. saying that project's coming back, but there are people who are listing at zero 
into 46 gas so they can literally write it off before the 31st of December. Go Scott, take advantage Scott's of punching that. his monitor right now. <laughs> I know. Scott was a, Scott, you know, he did so much for that project yeah. and that project really did not uh did not did not take care of their community, but it's just an example of zero, you know, price things priced at zero all over the place. That if it's a collection you loved, like for me, Creature Toads, uh, that I really do think is going to come back. Every time I post one in the general and I say I just bought that, people are like, damn, those look really good because they do. So go shop for things for zero into 46 gas. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty yeah, much it's, your best bet here. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking to just like spend a tiny amount of ETH on something that might have uh, an incredible upside, uh, I mean, do your research first because some of these projects are like dead, dead. Um, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Here's a gen- yeah. No, I'm sorry. Here's a general rule. If you're low liquidity, don't ever buy anything on the secondary. I don't care how cheap it is. That's not the game here. You know, the game is build your stack up through mints because there's such an effective way to do that. And then yeah. you buy buying anything on the secondary is tough. All right. Pre-sale is a uh, pre-sale is in abundance. So there's tons of ways to do yeah. it. Um, and uh, happy to say that Alpha Mint. Um, has been killing it on the pre-sale lists too. We've had a bunch of them uh, given away to us. Um, One every day this week, pretty much. And if you are in the Moon Lounge and you haven't yet, go check out the latest raffle for Ronin Cats, uh, who we mentioned before. We're going to be interviewing here around uh, 12.30. Um, So that uh, giveaway ends around 11.20. So go enter that if you're a Moon Lounge member. Yeah, Ronin Cats was happy and, or uh, uh, nice enough to give us ten spots to give away. Uh, we had some cool man's universe. The last we ten, away. the yeah. last ten, guys. This is a, a one thousand supply. There's five hundred fully whitelisted, and they were at four ninety. They gave us the last ten. So just a huge shout out to Ronin Cats, and I can't wait to dig into that project in a couple hours. Yeah, the uh, the. Basically, the birthplace of the Ban Rajesh meme, <laughs> which is a, 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 a industry wide meme at this point. I've even seen t shirts. <laughs> oh, God, I got to order one of those before they're sold out. <laughs> Hooray! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, check out um, announcements, everybody, if you want to know are, what we're talking about. Dope as fuck. This isn't even like a shameless plug for merch for Alpha Mint merch, but uh, yeah, there is a an incredibly sick Banraj Ash as well as some nice hoodies or some good mugs. That it's just the right message to send to your family around Christmas. I think it's just something we can all get around, uh, uh, you know, come together on uh, Banraj Ash. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm wearing that to a family function because. Uh, uh, I, it's I would hard wear enough that, to explain NFTs to, to people. <laughs> I'd wear it to a wedding. I'd wear it's it hard to enough to explain NFTs to people that don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Imagine trying to get them all the way to how the Ban Rajesh movement started. So there's this guy, <laughs> Hard Rock Nick. Okay, just just bear with me for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> huge tangent but yeah uh ronin cats is going to be a cool interview and uh you know we, we jumped on a call with him yesterday it should be should be pretty fun to talk about uh it's be, and then speaking of the pre-sale list you want to talk a little bit about the uh cool man's universe that we were able to get some white lists on too that's dropping today at 9 p.m eastern yeah this is the i would say one of, you know besides nanopass one of the more hype drops of the week they got twenty thousand people in their discord and the Art is fun. You know, it's it's cute. It's wacky. 
It feels a bit like an acid trip in a good way. And there's a lot of good people behind it. This is this is one of those that I just get and I don't have any direct information, but I do get a sneaky suspicion. It's going to be one of those celebrity, maybe Cosmo buys one and tweets about it uh, type of projects. They are, I believe, for the presale. And I just want to go double check before I say it, but they're going to be a 0.095 min price. So this yep. isn't cheap. OK, there's four thousand total whitelist spots. You're allowed two per mint. And this is going to begin 1217. That's today at 9 p.m. for the allow list. And then the public is going to begin 24 hours later, uh, Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern, sorry, Eastern Standard. Yeah, so that's uh, the, I'm going to be looking forward to that. Definitely going to take uh, take them up on the the presale that we were able to get a hold of and um, mint a few of those. They they kind of have a, almost like um, cool cats doodles like smash up their their own kind of uh, ip though it's a um, when tv show not a when token if we can start using these as general terms that's the vibe here at least that i get yeah yeah i think they look really cool i'm really excited to see what comes of this uh, i'm going to be watching it really closely and uh and see and um yeah as you said there's there's there might be some uh some bigger people involved that want to get this out into the world and uh and share with but um you know, I just pulled it up on Twitter and uh, even the profile picture that they use on there. Now, obviously, those are pretty coveted and can be hand selected, but I think they look pretty fucking cool. Like, I think they, they look do. nice and clean. The art style is uh, is good. And uh, yeah, so if you if you had access to that, obviously, the choice is yours to whether or not you want to use it. But uh, I think it's pretty safe to say that I'm going to be uh, uh, going to be participating in that mint. I'm curious to see how the market receives this. You know, there are not a lot of drops where the underlying artist has 2.5 million followers on his social media. So I'm curious to see if this garners any mainstream hype. I mean, we have seen pretty large Internet influencers like Ben Baller's blockchain flop pretty hard, but this doesn't feel like that to me. This guy has, you know, five times as many followers, is a genuine, real artist, and I mean, look, even Who for Roke, uh, uh, this is Cool Man, Cool Man's Universe. Oh, the artist? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't realize that. He, Yeah, he is huge. He is, he is huge, huge. Um, let me, I'm going to pull up his Twitter right now. Oh, no, wait, that's the, the project. Yeah. Um, I mean, I saw that. Sorry, not to add confusion to it, but yeah. Yeah, okay. no, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to find the artist. I could have sworn he was uh, he's very well known. He is very well known. So, all right, don't listen to my numbers, but great drop. Looking forward to it. I'll be minting it as well. I love the art. Yeah, and Faroka was uh, tweeting about doing a um, uh, Twitter Spaces today at 3 p.m. Eastern uh, with Cool Coffee Dan and Jake Udell to oh, talk about. Nice. That. Well, I'll so, have to tune into that. Shout yeah, three to the homie Jake Yeah, and I mean Farouk is you know potentially a love him or hate him kind of personality, but he definitely gets the masses oh. going. Like, he's, thank uh, God, he's Cobain, I was right. I was right. I didn't give out bad information. Two point five million followers on Instagram for Cool Man. Uh, cool Man Coffee Dan. Oh, on Instagram. Sorry, I was looking at Twitter yes, and I was like, I don't too. know what you're talking about. Oops. Yeah, gotcha. No, gotcha. you know, I think let's let's just touch this for a quick second. Instagram is such an underserved market for NFTs, which is so 
peculiar when you think that it's a visual it's a visual based social media yet all the discourse occurs on twitter isn't that interesting um and here comes a giant influencer uh, and you know an artist from instagram into the nft world i am really curious to see how this drop goes could be a cook uh but we gotta watch you know we don't know this is this we are yet to see how the market receives this Twenty thousand. Yeah, Instagram's a bit of a perilous place for NFTs, honestly. Um, it, it does not receive uh, NFTs very well, but uh, you got to believe that that will eventually start to creep in over there too, right? Like, I, you know, I, I mentioned it before on a different uh, show, but, you know, 2017 um, was when Bitcoin was everywhere, but it was being laughed at and it feels like nfts are everywhere but being laughed at in in that regard and uh you know that narrative does shift eventually yeah, it i mean becomes uh normalized accepted and uh people move on with the memes those um, instagram comments anytime you say oh, nft God. are rich Woo, we are early it's not even a, a joke when you look at those internet uh, those instagram comments my god yeah they are uh they are vicious it's uh i instagram comments are like a train wreck like you don't want to look at it but it's not about it um okay let's talk about maybe the biggest news of the day and that's the adidas and board ape strap wow um yeah this is gonna be this is gonna be a big deal um adidas is pushing it hard uh you know there's some some speculation that they uh drummed up this partnership pretty quickly on the news that uh nike was acquiring artifact um but that is uh that's going live today and it's a 0.2 eth drop and i'm trying to get the time correct but uh yeah sorry it's oh my god military time quick math 1 p.m eastern so um oh unfortunately we will be firmly in the middle of an interview during that but uh yeah it's max two nfts per transaction max one for early access uh and this is uh this is going to be a big deal there's going to be some stuff to dissect next week as we look at what took place uh i have no doubt that there's going to be some uh alpha mint members looking to get in on that um and uh yeah what, what do you what do you predict here what do you think is going to happen uh what you, you want to talk about you want to talk about supply this is going to be thirty thousand pieces from the adidas board apes collaboration if i remember correctly and i think it's going to be hard to get at thirty thousand. i mean you think about you know first of all when you're talking about streetwear or sportswear companies you already have the hype boys sniffing around here and this is just the culture that tends to lead with its emotions when it comes to hype and drops and and getting in on the next big thing and they haven't come to nfts yet and artifact and board apes and adidas and nike they're changing that so this is going to be a very, very, very hype drop, even though it's a 30,000 supply and it could be hard to get your hands on these things. But if you can afford to do it, um, these are going, <laughs> I don't know if it's immediately, these are going to be very valuable. This is, this is as big an entry into NFTs from the mainstream as could be. And they're collaborating with easily the biggest name in the market right now. Yeah, Bored Apes and Pixel Vault are in with Adidas big time, and uh, and Adidas is is really pushing this out too. This is they're not they're not dipping their toes into the water. They're not uh, not just doing a little drop of a thousand to see what happens. They've made partnerships with the biggest brands in the NFT space, and they are going full force. Uh, but good for them. 
honestly, I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a really cool project and, uh, gonna, yeah. going to look, forward I believe this to, is to talking about it. This has been in the works, um, since September when, when the first rumors were circulating that artifact had been acquired. Uh, and I think Adidas was privy that these, you know, cause these type of things always leak in, in industries. They knew this was going to happen. I think they've been preparing for it for a while, too. And while I do think it was a response to Artifact, because we saw that rumor uh, first, I think Adidas has been working on this for a while. I think it's going to be a quality project. And we talk about it a lot. Mainstream drops are a great thesis. Um, I think most of them end up being, even if it's only short term, pretty good plays. There's going to be a uh, ton of crossover merch and, and distribution going on with this too. I mean, it's oh, going to yeah. be you're going to see you're you're inevitably yeah. going to see some of these hoodies or or something being rocked around for sure. You, I mean, the ability to flex your NFT is the most underserved part of this industry. It's one reason that they don't you know hit mainstream velocity yet, and the fact that all you got right now is your Apple Watch is very limiting. These large companies that can make a bunch of shit really easily, it's gonna it's gonna change everything, guys. Uh, yeah, you know what? Actually, Illidan just in the chat asked if that was uh, one p.m. Eastern for the presale or the public sale. Uh, I actually <laughs> apologize. I didn't uh, didn't get the information specifically on that, so uh, I'll I'll double double check for you while we're uh, we're chatting. But uh, but yeah, that's definitely going to be something to look forward to, and um, it'll be good to good, good for some uh, you know look backs on uh, on Monday morning to talk about uh, the ins and outs of of what ended up happening on that. So, uh, yeah, is, uh, before we get into the Q&A, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Ask me what the little lemons floor is right now. Uh, OK, free market. What's the, the floor of the little lemons? Uh, 0.069. Nice. Ooh, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> that is all. Let us go to the AMA. Raise your hands, beautiful. Lemon lemon floors uh, might might start seeing some movements. The uh, supply is might be tightening up a little bit there. Who are you talking to? I'm on the show right now. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. If anybody wants to jump up onto the uh, the stage, I'm going to try and make sure that I can do this properly. Um, for anyone new, if you uh, if you're watching this, uh, we on the Discord have um, up on the stage. We allow any of the uh, guests to put their hands up, and we do a quick Q and A session for a, you know about a half an hour, forty five minutes after. And uh, yeah, we have a good good conversation with anybody listening. So uh, so yeah, feel free to raise your hand. We'll bring you up, and I'm just going to try and get the setup properly. If uh, Free Market, you want to bring Cass up on stage. Yeah, I'd love to do it. Uh, I hope the audio is great for everyone today. This is our last little experiment, figuring out how to get people uh, on stage live on all the streaming. So we're going to try to attempt it right now. There's a little shakiness there. We'll have it perfected for you Monday. Yeah, I think that should uh, should do the trick. Awesome. Good morning, Sir Cass. GM says. <laughs> Woo! Wait a minute. We got some fun reverb. Oh, do we? Okay. Uh, I think what you're going to have to do is um, mint cast or mint <laughs> mute cast on uh, on on Discord. We should be able to hear him through the stream. Cool. Cast, Hi, Cass. Are you, you talking right now? Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Perfect. Fabulous. 
Uh, as usual, guys, as usual. <laughs> um, it was, um, I think, I think what I wanted to talk about, I think what you guys were talking about right at the beginning in terms of um, decentralization, centralization. I thought that was a pretty cool topic that you guys brought up. Um, you know, and, and, and just speaking a little bit further on it, I, I do not think the world can handle decentralization. Um, and that's why centralization will have to be a must of some sort or form. Um, purists, like I believe myself, in the, the belief of decentralization, um, there's only a small proportion of people that I think can really handle decentralization and know what they're doing in it because no one is is ruling over you. Um, the only example I can give of that is in the UK where um, when COVID was, was talked about, everyone didn't know what to do. Um, and my missus has a collapsed lung. So I decided to wear a mask before anyone else did. And um, people were saying to me, why are you wearing that mask for ah, da, 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 because no one had told them that they should wear it. What I found hilarious was the moment that our prime minister, who, you know, I don't think is capable, to be honest, but once when once when you find out that our prime minister has made out that everyone has to wear face masks, the whole population believed in it, although they didn't understand what they were believing in. You know, they were they were they were covering themselves up with normal just cloth things over their face, thinking that it's going to protect them. When really they needed FFP three or FFP two masks to to kind of do something. So going back to the decentralized centralized part, I think the majority of people out there need someone to tell them what to do. And I've even noticed that within Discord groups and so on and so forth, where people always tend to go for a rank or a color to ask for anything or to, you know, yeah, to ask for anything because they believe that the color or the rank means that you are something, which is a form of centralization. I would, well, the mindset of centralization. Um, I don't know if you guys think the same or not, or if it's <coughs> Well, I, I truly believe freedom is about choice, and that's why I love Ethereum. I think that you have the choice to build centralized entities through smart contracts on top of Ethereum, or you have your you have the choice to use the decentralized base layer. This is how I think all government should work. This is this is my form of utopia. I am not against anything being built on top of these things, nor the way people want to use them. As long as the decentralized layer stays that, and that is what gas fees do. Not gas fees all you want. It is the regulatory mechanism for the L1 layer, which will be the global financial layer for all financial entities to transfer money. Because when you're talking about millions and billions of dollars, the gas fees are irrelevant. Yes, exactly. I've, I've thought the same thing myself. Which I thought was just my dream. Yeah. My, my dream is to set up as many decentralized Ethereum nodes in my house as I can. I love that. It's in my heart. I don't care whether anyone else does it or not. I want to do no, it. No, no. <laughs> and that's all. I'm not being funny. You're about right because I would <laughs> want to do the same myself. Yeah. Boom. And and we're kindred spirits, and everyone who feels that way should do it, and we have the right to, and it's a beautiful thing. 
Yeah, and just to to add on top of what free market said and the kind of what you touched on too, it's just like, you know, it's one of those wearing a mask or whatever uh, seemed to be an outlier until, you know, the minute the government said time to wear masks and then everyone's like, oh, okay, like I'll I'll do that. And that's fine. Like there's no commentary on um, whether that's good or bad, Uh, but not to, to, you know, lend too much Um, not to like do like the corporate overlords kind of thing, but like uh, Adidas and Nike um, and Coach and Macy's, all of these companies coming in saying, hey, NFTs, right? Uh, it also adds that layer of legitimacy to it, too. And, and you know, the uh, the masses kind of just need that that signal to say, like, hey, this stuff is here and uh, acceptable and, and can be can be done. And then people go, oh, OK, like they don't they don't really want to hear me say NFTs are the future, right? Like, cause at the end of the day, we have a great conversation and you know, we all know each other in the discord and, and on Twitter and stuff like that. But who the fuck am I to the mainstream mass, right? Like we're, we're talking about this because we're, you know, we're, we're already in it and this is the narrative that we've created. Um, but yeah, Nike and Adidas saying like, Hey, this is a thing we're partnering with these web three metaverse companies and, uh, we're dropping these like it or not. Um, you know, it's, it's, it is a signal just in the same way that the governments are. Mm-hmm. Talk about Adidas. <clears throat> I am the biggest fan of Adidas, man. You give me a super a set of superstars. That's me. <laughs> the me a, I dream about sports. You give me originals. That's me. And yeah, like I can't wait for that drop to happen. To be honest, because um, even them poaps, the the, the the Adidas poaps, I think they were going at zero point five, zero point six ETH yesterday. If I'm yeah, not some were going at point two, I believe, right after they minted, and that was a big deal yesterday. Even the coach uh, poaps, which. I don't know if we're completely clear. If you guys didn't see, there's going to be a Coach drop. So Coach, the uh, fashion company, is going to be doing their first NFT drop. It's going to be 10 NFTs a day until Christmas. And I think, you know, they're free. They're going to be very valuable, too, I suspect. Um, And you got there. They did a Spaces with Gary Vaynerchuk, who I think is doing all these uh, introductions for these large companies into NFTs. And those PO apps seem to be very valuable, whether it's for resale or to act as maybe a mint pass for these eventual drops or at least a raffle ticket. Very cool stuff. So is that coach PO app more or less like a mint pass? No idea. Uh, all I know is everyone was like, hurry, go do this and type this in the DGen Dojo yesterday. So we did it. <laughs> and yeah, and I'm just hoping that that is what they use as, as the raffle. Because it's only 10 a day, so they obviously can't give them to everyone. I'm hoping that's the raffle ticket they give it to. Yeah, I also saw something in the general chat about maybe there were some some questionable ways that uh, Coach was handling some of the the uh, coding and the contract work that they've done. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't know about that, not to create any fun around it, but uh, just something that had popped up. You said coach, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The way it was connecting to the wallet was uh, some people weren't a big fan of it. Um, mm. Not to say that coach is trying to, you know, hack your wallet or anything. But uh, yeah, these are <laughs> these are people um, that aren't native to crypto and, you know, Ethereum contracts, smart contract coding and stuff like that. And I think a lot of times they have a developer that's like, yeah, sure. I could do that shit. Like, yeah. Can I add one more cool thing about this coach drop? Each of these sure. NFTs are going to give you the right to forge an IRL coach bag. 
So you want to talk about how valuable these are going to be? That's pretty cool. (laughs) That's really cool. I mean, especially if you have somebody special in your life who likes that type of stuff, that is a pretty cool value add. Plus, you get to keep that dope NFT. This was was some guy's amazing way of coming up with like (laughs) (laughs) – he's like, I'm going to do all the men out there or you know whoever, like just a huge solid if they're in NFTs. (laughs) You're going to get a coach NFT and you're going to get a purse with it. And all of a sudden, you know, your significant other is going to be like, NFTs aren't so bad. This is pretty cool. <laughs> Trojan horse in it. Coach yeah, doesn't want to steal your wallet. They want to sell you a wallet. Can't wait for the Michael Kors drop. The you know, every other drop here. Ed Gucci drop, Louis Vuitton drop, all of them. Um, Those are going to be ridiculous. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say last one before I go. Um, have you guys heard? I put it on the AM chat. Um, Neon Labs. Neon Labs sounds, sounds familiar. familiar. Yeah, you put it in the AM chat. Let's see. Now, basically, from what I can gather from it, it's a way to kind of merge the Ethereum network with Solana and running it parallel, a bit like a layer two. Um. Oh, okay. I'm not actually f- totally familiar with that, but I yeah, I know nothing about it. We'll have check to check it uh, out. Check it out. Yeah. yeah. Because um, it's something I found out a couple of days ago, and I thought, "Oh, this is interesting." So, um, yeah, check it, check it out. Put it in the AM chat anyway. So it's a small um, intro video of what they do. Um, Free market's hot just, take was uh, that uh, Solana is a layer two of Ethereum. I think. <laughs> I, I will say it right here on this show: if Solana is to survive, they will give up and become a bridge uh, for Ethereum and an L two on it. There, the gaming layer. That's our gaming layer right there. Just, yeah, just thanks. get down and lay down already. So <laughs> give it up. Oh, and one other random question from from yeah, both of you guys. Ether orcs, potions. Mm. Right? Because I'm mm. seeing these shamans being minted stupidly, and I've only got like 23 shards in it. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm thinking to myself, like, Ugh. and then I notice these potions. So did, I believe these potions boost up the time to obtain the bone shard. Yes. Yeah. So the most advanced potions, so to get these potions, just like you had to do with orcs, to access the best loot pools, to access the best potions, you have to level up your shaman. So same thing, three levels a day, you stake him and put him into leveling. Got to level up your shaman so that they can make potions. And these potions will aid in how quickly you can raid. It can actually cut your raid time in half for the most advanced potions, which is huge. If we think about what phase of the game we're in, we're minting allies. We have shamans now. There will be 3,000. The next to come are ogres. After that, the two have not been announced. But the idea is those who collect the most bone shards can mint the most of these allies, which would logically be valuable now. Up until this point, it has actually been a more positive EV play for talking about ETH and fiat to just farm Zug and sell it. So depending on how you look at the game, maybe the play is just to farm Zug. But if you believe this is an eventual blue chip and orcs are going to get to 10 or 20 ETH floor, which is something that I do, I would expect these allies to eventually be worth two, three, five maybe even 10E for the most important one. So if you have a more long-term view, I think bone shards is the play. 
if you want to pull as much ETH out of it immediately as you can, it's selling Zug. So those are some good tips if you're playing the Orc game, depending on how you you want to strategize. I know if you go into our Ether Orcs project channel, we have quite a few experts in there that are pretty well versed in the game that could guide you if you're just getting into it or, or want to. I unfortunately have no color on Ether Orcs anymore. <laughs> I've been sitting on the sidelines for months on that one, just like shaking my fist, you bastards and your fun. <laughs> no, it's it really is to me the the most enjoyable uh and complex and layered in a good way uh game compared to all the other ones i thought wolf game was a flash in the pit they even admitted it that there is no end game their end game right now is auctioning off rare gifs they've created based on the first parts of the game they're literally saying the fun is over buy some memories fuck you <laughs> it's like it made it was, and million dollars and Beanie coming onto his stream, like, oh, the most innovative and awesome thing. They're auctioning off gifts for the memories of all the ETH you couldn't withdraw. Mm. Thank you. for the memories. Thank you. Oh, damn. Dirty Will <laughs> shared off. a... That's me. I'm on so TV. We, uh, um... And I, I was gonna, I was gonna leave it on that last note, but I forgot. There's, there's one other thing. Um, do you guys remember the little baby cool cats? Yeah, were, were they just shrunk down? They weren't like um, actual different assets, right? Am I correct about that? Correct. Yeah. So they got completely rugged by cool cats and and OpenSea and Rareable, and um, yeah, they've they've um, they've been working with. Um, cool cats to kind of get their stuff back on or back live. What's their, what's their position with cool cats? Like, you know, derivatives are fun. Copies are stupid. Like, I don't get well, it. Their, their position with cool cats was, um, there was a lot of cool cats that jumped in on the project. So um, it was like a, a bit of a, a bit of a torn between two sets of, um, cool cat members mm-hmm. some were like yeah we should back these and some were like no because they've copied which is fair enough and um recently they've been in talks with cool cats the cool cats team was actually really surprised of the actual little baby cool cats team um and they were pressed they, they just thought it, they, it was just a you know a cheap flash in a pan um so they went and said to them look if you change your name and change your artwork so it's not representative. <laughs> so uh, if you make a completely different project, we will support you. Basically, yeah. yeah. yeah just do something completely different and we'll give you the thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. If you change it from a cat to a turtle and uh, you know, change the art style while you're at it, change the name. Yeah. No. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. So they, they went that down that complete route. And obviously these guys were like, yes, sir, no, sir, free bags for Mm-hmm. And um, they released the artwork, I think, a couple of days ago. I've put some in the AM show as well. Um, and I think the artwork looks really cool. Oh, cool. Um, is, that what, is that what you're showing? Okay, yeah, I can pull that up here too. Yeah, I've seen, put it on the AM chat. And I thought that was, they, they they look really cool. I don't know what's going to happen to them. Um, I, like them I believe too? That's actually yeah, I, I, <laughs> They look pretty cool. Um, so they should be coming out, out of exile in the next couple of weeks. So just keep an eye on it, I suppose. I actually think it's a great, here, here's how I feel. 
I think the little baby derivatives are brilliant. If you take the old assets, maybe some new ones, change the base image so that it's a it's an actual bait you got to redraw it so it's an actual baby then mix the assets back in i love that like to actually have a little baby with cool assets to your cool cat is cool this feels more like a derivative now but i love the art i mean i i i, I love it well that's me done. that's me done for the day <laughs> awesome Thank you, Cass. great stuff thanks Cass. No. you have yourself a great weekend eh Hey, I'll see you guys on Monday, man. No, I'll Monday. probably chat to you. Monday. Right. Peace. Monday's Monday. my uh, my favorite day of the, the week now, I yeah, think. When, hey, when you love what you do, right? Yeah, no, I wake up. I'm like, get to do the show again. Uh, you know, get to get to make sure that we're catching all of the, the topics. And especially when we have, uh, you know, busy weekends and, and a lot of stuff is going down. That's just like... Uh, rejuvenated to come talk about it you know yeah and i you know what honestly i was like looking through it i think we're almost at episode uh recorded episode 50 if i if i recall correctly wow congratulations to you then no i well you've been here the whole time too no, you were supposed to say, and congratulations to you. Uh, well, yeah, I, yes, I know. I've been yes, here oh, the whole time. I was like, yeah, I'm like, what do you, I don't know. Yeah, what are you talking about, man? You, <laughs> you, <laughs> I don't think I've ever done this show on my own. No, not yet. No, no. no yeah, I, yeah. I mean, one day there's probably going to be something coming up, you know. <laughs> yes, but, hosts. Uh, that's what we'll do. Well, yeah. Uh, Ghost and I did the solo solo interview. That was, um, yeah, that was, that was good. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh, okay. Can I say something? Speaking of ghosts, you may. the first tease, here it comes. The first tease, the new Pantone drop, which I have seen the previews of. And holy crap, am I going to FOMO? That's if I can even get a bid in. But these look so good. We are going to do a AM Twitter Spaces launch party for these um i cannot wait you're gonna hear us talk a lot about them over the weekend and early next week uh ghost finish these he's been working on them for a minute and they may look simple but boy are the ideas rich and complex and i am really looking forward to that early next week so check out uh check out ghost's current work pantone life on foundation i'll even drop a link uh in the general after the show and uh really looking forward to that blitz next week man these things are so good i cannot wait to show them yeah to the i was actually um after the the day that we did the interview with ghost i was out with my wife and we were just having a drink and i was talking you know we were talking about our day and stuff i was like i, I was like finally got to talk to ghost and she's like who's ghost and i'm like <laughs> he made my my profile picture and I'm like, oh okay and um with the the clout cobain one Yes. And uh, so, you know, she, she, I was talking to her about that story and um, and then showing her the Pantone life uh, uh, um, pictures or the sorry, the artwork. And um, she was she, she was digging it, too. She's like, this is like legitimately really good artwork. I'm like, I know he does this over fucking coffee. <laughs> it's it's a really incredible story i don't want to ruin too much of it now i know you already touched on it uh in your interview but we're going to really go in deep on the spaces and do a live uh minting party right there ghost is going to mint them uh as we're uh we're partying down on the the am spaces so look forward to that next week amazing 
Um, all right. I think on that note, don't see any more hands up in the audience, but uh, this was a fun show. I think there's lots to look forward to, and I think there's going to be a lot to talk about on Monday. So I, as I mentioned, I am really excited to get through the weekend and then get back into that. That's going to be uh, a lot of fun. So um, if there's anything else you want to talk about while we're uh, wrapping this up, feel free. Yeah, uh, just check us out at 1230. We're going to be interviewing the Ronin Cats creator. And I'm really looking forward to that interview. And if you are in the Moon Lounge, you have another 40 minutes to enter the uh, Moon Raffle giveaway. And besides that, I will say good luck at the tables, DGENs. Good luck at the tables. Yeah, guys, for anybody new tuning in, we do this five days a week starting at 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. Um, if you're new to the show, please uh, feel free to uh, to jump up on stage and say hi sometime. Uh, tell us what you think. If you're new to Alpha Mint, uh, welcome. You know, we've had a, a pretty big influx of people again this week, uh, and it's it's been really, really great to see some new faces that have been, as uh, Free Market mentioned earlier in the show, contributing. Um, if you were late to tuning in to this episode, episode or missed any of the other episodes they will all be recorded and put up live uh, sorry on youtube on spotify and apple podcasts save for yesterday's we did have some tef- technical difficulties so uh, a little bit of a gap there but uh yeah going forward every weekday monday to friday 9 30 a.m eastern we do this for about an hour and a half and uh would love to see all of the familiar faces back in again so until then we will uh we'll catch you in the discord and uh and we'll see you on monday have a great weekend